episode 37 of the Press Pass podcast presented by the Press Republican with Editor-in-Chief Joe LaTemplio, Night Editor Ben Rowe, I'm Sports Editor Joey LaFranca. Joe, how are you? Joey Batts, doing good. How are you? Good. Ben? I'm doing fine, Joey. How are you? Good. Joe, are you good? I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> I, somebody asked me, or I saw a thing today, um, uh, somebody said, have you ever had one of these? And it was a sugar daddy. Like the malted milk balls? The, the Basically? The taffy bar on a stick. Oh. A sugar daddy. Ooh. That's not what I know a sugar daddy is. Look but. it up. It was this, it was like a taffy caramel big piece of... Oh, t- wait. Am I thinking of sugar babies? Yes, yeah, sugar babies. Yes. No, sugar daddy. <laughs> they're really what a strange name. Where I don't, I don't, I can't believe this is where we're going right off. They're the really good, but they're messy and they stick to your teeth. Okay, well, um, advice: don't Google sugar daddy. <laughs> Jeez, Ben. Sugar daddy candy. Ah, uh, this we're gonna have to get the explicit label for this episode. Oh, okay. So they're like sugar babies on a stick. Taffy bars. Yes. yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a ninety-nine percent not a taffy person. Yeah, I like it, but it's too much work and it's too much residual. I mean, if I I I love taffy, but I like taffy so much. That's a that lot of taffy. That looks like the <laughs> those look like the honey honey o things. Bit of honey, yeah. bit of honey. Yeah. That's exactly what those. They're look bigger like. though, and they're are they? What is it? Does it taste like butterscotch? Because that's what that's what the coloring looks like to me. It's been so long since I had one. It's kind of milder butterscotch. It looks vi- that looks very nineteen eighties, nineties, seventies. Yeah, you eat it, you pull it, and uh, you pull it, no. and you pull it. Oh god, it. <laughs> it just never <laughs> ending. My teeth hurt. <laughs> just thinking about that. Yeah, I used to love them as a kid. Yeah, I I can't say that. I definitely haven't had those, and I don't know the last time I had taffy. It's been probably over a year. I mean, uh, saltwater taffy. That's different. I love yeah. saltwater taffy. There was, as as a, a New England, you know, family, I was raised with saltwater taffy. A couple of years ago, we got a bag of taffy in the sports department, like a giant bag of taffy. And, oh, my God, we ate that so fast. We were all sick to our stomachs, like, for two or three I remember days. that. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I, I, was, I was like, Ben, do you want some taffy? He goes, sure. I threw it at him. Yes. Taffy is, like, mostly sugar, isn't it? Yes. Oh, it's all sugar, yeah. yeah. My favorite flavor in that <clears throat> bag was the blue ones. I don't. It wasn't cotton candy. It wasn't, I don't even, it, it's literally when somebody asks you what flavor it is, you just say it's blue. Blue. Because you don't know what it exactly mm-hmm. is. But it was It was very good. It was yeah. very now good. Here's my other food when I question for this episode. I like that we just, just <laughs> that's how we start the episode, food. Um, Joel LaTemplio, do you like frozen, or not frozen, iced coffee? I've never I seen like we've had coffee. this conversation. No, before. I never drink it. Come on, Joe. No, coffee's what? supposed to be hot. What about Joey? I like iced coffee. Yeah. yeah. I like, I, I like both. Both is fine. I can do either or. If you put a hot coffee or a, uh, iced coffee in front of me, I'll do either or. No. I will say this, though. I have cut out coffee and soda completely. I have not had either in... Joey oh, is running on a pure lot, a while. man energy. I'm, I've just been drinking water. <laughs> Water and orange juice and some milk here and there. Skim milk. Been really on just like a nice little health kick of late. I don't, nothing really, I don't know what motivated me. Just kind of well, wanted to do it. And folks, gotta... folks, there are legal intoxicants out there. Indulge in them. Drink your coffee. Drink your soda. Live I, uh... life. <laughs> hey, I just, right before... Do you drink regular soda or diet? Well, if I drink soda, I drink regular soda. 
If you're gonna drink, if you're gonna drink soda, drink soda. I mean, I haven't drank regular soda in almost forty years. I mean, I've read well, a lot of stuff that says diet soda is not much better. But. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I, I, limit, I try to limit that as well. It's I just drink a lot of Gatorade Zero. Gatorade Zero is trash. No, it's not. <laughs> what, yes. what is in? What it's is even awesome. in Gatorade? Uh, it's just watered down. That's what it tastes okay. like to me. It's better than regular water. I mean, yeah. No, okay. it's, it's I will say this. I will water. say this. I like the um, the flavored carbonated waters, like the um, what are they called? The, the frozen things. They're, they're like the they have they're red. They're in all different oh, colors. I, I know what you're talking yes. about. Yes, and so there's actually seltzer water with like. Sugar oh, okay. flavoring in them. Yeah. And but then the other day uh, there was one that I saw where they put carbonation into it, like caffeine. Oh. Or caffeine, not carbonation, they're already carbonated. So they had like caffeine. So I had that. It was okay, but then I'm like, wait, they just like reverse engineered soda. Pretty much. Pretty much. Add the caffeine back into the carbonated water, you've just got soda again. And so. the other thing I have no use for is non alcoholic beer. I've never had if it. If you're gonna drink beer, drink beer. Yeah. I don't really drink beer even in general, but I mean, if I get yeah, if you're gonna drink beer, have a have a have a nice yes. cold one, yeah, just I mean, a regular, nice, nice cool drink. I mean, otherwise you might as well just be read. You might as well just be drinking like sudsy water. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's gross. No point. Um, I, 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 wanted, I, I wanted to say one thing before. Okay. So I've been talking. I I thought I was gonna have a, you. You jumped right on it. I was actually gonna bring a funny story to things today, but. I've told you guys I've been going on a lot of walks of late. Mm-hmm. As I've noticed this, I play a game where, you know, when you walk by someone, mm-hmm. you wait and see if they say hi to you or you say hi to them. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever said hi to me. I always say hi to them. They must, people just, I must be revolting to people. That or they're just very shy where and I have you, a stunning presence. Where are you walking? I'm usually doing the Terry Gordon bike path or around the oval <laughs> and that area and nobody ever, what are you laughing at? Folks, if Joey LaFranca approaches you from behind, do not worry. <laughs> he no, no, no harm. <laughs> There's bike path etiquette, isn't there? Yeah, well, I, when I'm on the bike path, I walk on the right hand side, you know, so I'm in the, so I'm, you know, doing the right thing. Okay. And no, but I mean, it's just nice. I kind of do that, or I walk around the oval or that general area. It's pretty quiet around there. But anytime I walk around, like it's a couple of times somebody has now, said hello. Wait, so a couple you, times somebody has said hello to me. You but, walk from behind, like coming up from behind around their shoulder, not like approaching them. What do you, you mean? As in, like you're behind the person oh, yeah, and you walk. They're, they're yeah, when they're coming from, at me, I'm not coming up from behind them and going. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that changes. <laughs> what did you? Did I, I, you I think that's what I was doing. You, like just like. Oh my god! No, I'm not. Joey, gonna... you gotta stop that. Yeah, that would be creepy. Like that would be revolting. But no, but no. yes, face to face. Okay, yes, yes. That's a certain. It's a fun game, and I've been, I've been doing that of late. A lot of people are yes. just socially awkward. I think. You, I have no said, problem. I have no problem saying hi to anybody. You said come. Well, I guess coming up on someone could be from the front too. I don't know. Yeah, but now I understand. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't come up from behind them and go hello. <laughs> I would be creeped out by that. <laughs> um, I don't know. The bike path, like, it's a pretty public place, although there have mm-hmm. been incidents there in years past. Oh, really? Uh, so maybe people are a little guarded. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Have there been incidents? There was one bad one um, when the bike path, I think it was when it first opened, 
um, before all those houses were developed. Oh, okay. They were vacant. Oh, um, yeah, I can imagine. There the was vacant Air Force, old Air Force housing was still there. And, yeah. And, and somebody yeah, was, it gets pretty desolate up there at some yeah. places. But. Oh, I'm, I'm walking during the day, and there's rarely, like, a lot of people there. But when there are, like, the, you know what's funny, though? The people who walk with dogs are always friendly. They yes. always say hello. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a thing. I don't know. It is kind of funny. And I think it's just natural. Like, oh, nice dog. And yes. say hello. And then you walk by. But there are the people who, like, are riding bikes who, like, when you're walking on the bike path, because it's a bike path, they it's like they just look oh, down yeah, on no, you. They, they will run you down. And I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. If they want to try and run me over with their bike, oh, well, please. Well, no, it's, it's supposed to be shared. Yeah. Mm. And it's not... I, I, I'm telling you, when I walk, I'm walking, like, on the forest edge yes. like of the pavement i mean yeah i don't want to get hit yeah. behind by bikes. are there rollerbladers yeah there's some rollerbladers sometimes i've seen a couple of those um i was actually thinking about getting back into rollerbladers are, are there hoverboarders i have not seen any hoverboarders awesome. <laughs> i have i have seen this was very bizarre have you ever seen those like electric scooters yes mm-hmm. so one guy was riding that i was like you go, dude. Just, just you're winning at life. Also, it was very strange, though. I was, I was like, what is that noise? And I was like, oh my god, that guy has an electric scooter. Also, one that I'm still not used to is the bikes where you lay down in them. And oh like, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm like, whoa, that's way too short for me. <laughs> I don't really know what exercise you really get out of that, but I mean, I just wanted to bring that to. I, I, it was, it's just funny yes. observations I've, I've gained as I've kind of like started walking. Well, don't let it get stuff. you down. Keep being friendly. I am. Yes, I always. And I got my Earth also, Day badge on my watch today. I walked the appropriate amount to get my Earth Day badge. There so you go. happy Earth Day. Also, for those who can appreciate it, knowing Joey, that's a very Larry David thing to do. Oh, oh it is. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I just it's it's people observing. It's fun. It's it's what you got to do. But yes. I just wanted to bring that to the party. Joe brought some taffy stuff or whatever you wanted yes. to whatever you want to call that. Ben, do you have anything you want to bring, or do you want to get into the news? I have a transition actually okay please. Is, uh, speaking of um well now wandering around but also iced coffee <laughs> it's the fact that my mom asked me do you want she was gonna bring us coffee do you want hot coffee or cold coffee and she's like you know it's cold so you probably want hot and i'm like no i still want cold coffee <laughs> doesn't matter what weather it is it could be freezing cold i take some cold coffee <laughs> joe's shaking his head no, no. <laughs> right in folks actually that's gonna be the sunday special <laughs> poll yeah, this weekend yeah that's a good one is hot or iced hot coffee, or coffee. <laughs> i like that i went to dunkin donuts today up on uh Cornelius street next yeah to, next to Burger yes King, breaking clo- news it was closed yes it's closed Wait, what's going on? It said temporarily closed. So, folks, oh, if you're good. if you're driving and listening to this, Wait, don't go to the the, the Dunkin' Donuts. Which there. one was it? The one right up up here near uh, near Cornelius? KFC yeah. and oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's man, that's a hot one too. I know that one's like bumping all the time. J- uh, I thought when you said Burger King, I thought you were talking about the one uh, in Skyway Plaza. No. Uh, that's where I had to go to that one. Yeah. To get yes. coffee, and I said, "Why is the other one closed?" And they said. I don't know, renovations maybe, <laughs> but it didn't look like any renovations. Yeah. The day before, there was a sign on the drive through saying, drive through hours limited due to lack of staff. Oh, well, maybe so, they're just going through yeah. some turnover. Interesting. Close the whole store? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of crazy. Wow. Did your arm pop, by the way? I heard that. That was like a large snap. Did yeah, you hear feel, that? Feels better now. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ben's shoulder just broke and like went back into place. Unbelievable. He is, but, thir- he is 30 now. It's true. It's You're true. old. But but the transition I had from all that is the fact that it was really cold the other day. So cold, in fact, that it snowed. Yeah, crazy. Wicked. In the middle of April. Yes. Yes. You got a nice little photo. 
Yes, and suddenly everyone was like, "No!" <laughs> <laughs> it's it, it. I think it was kind of cool because like today it's gone. And so, I don't know. It's not quite whole, gone. It's well, still cold out there. Yeah, it's, it is cold. Stayed around. I was wearing my I was wearing my hat and jacket today. Walking. So, around. is what's the latest and earliest that you can recall it's snowing? I remember what snowed in Halloween a couple of years. Yeah, I remember we had a big snowstorm on October fifth once. Um. Oh, here, wow. Up here. And May, first week in May, I think we've had snow. Oh, jeez. Before. My parents said when they went on their honeymoon in Lake Placid, in like late September, it was snowing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. So we have a cute little um, photo spread, yeah, from some readers um, in the weekend paper. Um, so keep an eye out for that. One of my favorites was the fact that Joey probably knows this. Do you know the meme of the dog sitting with a cup of coffee while everything's burning? Yes. Around yes. the dog? Yes. Is that there's one person who has a Funko Pop of that dog, and oh, it's sitting awesome. with its everything is fine bug and drinking in the middle of all the snow. <laughs> everything, everything is fine. <laughs> yeah, not good. So not that good. was, um, yeah, that was a, a nice little treat this week. But then um, in more serious news, um, yeah, something pretty major happened if Joe wants to explain. Yeah, well, we were talking earlier about how this week has gone by really fast. And Super I think fast. One of the things is because, you know, it was a big, um, a big news week. And of course, the major news that everybody focused on was the trial of former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin, who was uh, found guilty of all three charges in the death of George Floyd. Um, of course, we know which happened last year, last May, um, when Officer Chauvin had his knee on George Floyd's neck for nine and a half minutes, and he died. Um, sparked a lot of um, protests across the country, across the world, really. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, people were watching this trial very closely. I think most people were um, pleased with the result of the jury, um, but as I was watching on several news shows, um, as people were saying, and I agree, it's really not a, a cause for celebration. Um, mm -hmm. It's it's more of okay, the justice was served. Let this be the first step towards reform, um, and let us um, somehow get a better world out of this. Mm. And then, of course. I think a day later, there's another incident, um, yes. which uh, crazy continues to uh, draw great interest. And it, it's just, I don't know the answers. Um, it's it's a tough situation all the way around, um, but we can only hope that things get better. And, yeah, it's the fact that we spoke to a lot of um, local officials for um, gauge reactions to local leaders and that kind of thing. And, yeah, a lot of people emphasize that it's just one step in a long journey and um what was i gonna say is the fact that um well i guess that yeah that just among social media buzz i mean yeah among the the, the talking heads on tv shows you know there was some back and forth but it seems to me that among the general public there seems to be yeah not a surprising amount but there didn't seem to be too many people disagreeing with the um the ruling which really says something too as again we put up a post on facebook about it and it got barely anything um and then so i was well, i was kind of surprised as usually well, these are the really divisive things that get like 50 yeah i'm surprised comments. at that too but mm -hmm. i think this one is pretty clear i mean anybody mm -hmm. who watched that video mm -hmm. you could t you know it was a wrong thing to do mm -hmm. clearly um 
Well, so. in now and now in, in the now and here and now of America, that can be pretty unclear sometimes. But no, I agree. Yeah. And, um, and as I was also thinking is that, and Joey can appreciate this, is the fact that um, I'm glad that um, we actually, in a bit of inside news, we recently um, picked up a bigger TV for the newsroom um, after having a smaller one that had some issues. And uh, we got it set up specifically to um, see the live reaction, the live verdict reading. And there's just something to be said for... Um, the experience of you know um, of watching history unfold like that again obviously it's not to say that it's a spectator event by any means but it's good to pay witness to something like that and is that um, as I'm sure Joe can appreciate the experience of gathering around the newsroom television and watching um you know history unfold and that kind of thing yeah I mean for sure it was a big day um, well, like I said a big news event um, across the country, mm-hmm. um, you had the president chiming in almost immediately, weighing in on uh, on the situation. Um, now the next step will be the sentencing. Yes, uh, that I'm sure people will watch just as closely. And um, there's still also the trials of the three other officers um, involved in um, in right. the situation who may not directly knelt on um, George Floyd, but were certainly within the. Um, within the situation, and so we'll see what happens to them. But um, but yeah, is that again? It's certainly you know something that over the past year, as I was talking with um, with Martha Swan of John Brown Lives, and saying the fact that it seems to me, and you guys can weigh in, is that um, people are a lot more open to talking about those issues. It feels like over the past year, just casually about different situations, officer-involved shootings, that kind of thing, than I feel like they were, you know, prior to George Floyd. In my experience, is that just in casual conversation, it's like they're willing to have the conversations. Yeah, and the whole thing about systemic racism is another thing that um, I think a lot of people until last year didn't really know what you were talking about mm-hmm. when that phrase came up. Um that has there's been like more than a year of solid education about that too, and more people are, are beginning to realize what it means, um, and that really is critical. I mean, the the education on this issue will never end, nor should it. Mm-hmm. Um, the more people are taught about what's been happening in this country for four hundred years, really, mm-hmm. um, and the way it affects things now. I mean. Uh, like I said, it's tricky. It's tough. It's it's uh, a lot of people have a hard time um, wrapping their heads around it and understanding it. They think, well, no, it's it's. It, I, I'm friends with black people. I I'm not racist. Is it? No, no, no. It's a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot deeper than that. And you know, the education continues. And um, hopefully, you know, things can be peaceful. Uh, on on all ends um, as we go forward and and deal with this stuff every day. Well, it gets to the whole point of, uh, like what you were saying, sympathizing and empathizing and the difference. You know, you can either, you can directly relate because you've had experiences or you can, you know, understand what somebody is going through, but you can't directly say that you've been through it yourself. Um, And from an education standpoint, I think... um, I was just actually thinking about this the other day. We, 
with American history, when you're in high school or in seventh and eighth grade in middle school, you know, you go through a lot of different things. You learn about the abolition of slavery. You learn about a bunch of different things. You learn about all the protests throughout time. Civil and then, rights. And then, yeah, civil rights. And then, and then we see where we're at now, and it's just, it's cyclical. It's just, it's, it's a never-ending cycle, unfortunately. And maybe this will be the end of the cycle, and there will actually, you know, this can, now that everybody, you mentioned systemic, you know, that is something that I think people can be educated about a little bit more and eventually um, in textbooks and or whatever they tech, whatever textbooks turn into tablets and online <laughs> stuff. Um, you know, I, I think this, you know, this whole this whole situation will be a, will be a, a main talking point in education in the future for for young adults and That's everybody in between. Yeah, it's the fact that this will be a. And it's not meant in a disparaging way. This will be an important chapter in the history books. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You you know, I could see it now being a a multiple choice question or Mm -hmm. an essay question on a on a U.S. history regents, that type of thing. Oh, I don't think regents will exist anymore. But Well, that just makes me feel old right there, Joey. When, what, do you, what do you mean? When our history is going to be a quiz that some... Well, yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's true, though. But, yeah, Joey, I liked what you said. Ben, I liked what you said as well. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, yeah, as far as um, watching it, uh, watching the actual verdict on the TV, yeah, there's there's not a lot of times we get kind of circled, you know, we get kind of around the TV and, and election we're, all, we're all watching it. election nights mm-hmm. and maybe some other crazy stuff, mm-hmm. sports things here and there, but nothing too crazy. Um, but yeah, definitely a definitely a, a monumental moment that hopefully will lead to a lot of a lot of a lot of good things to come, a lot of a lot of education. Yeah, um, in the future, and, and, and um, credit to our staff who did a really good job. I thought, you know, reacting to this quickly mm-hmm. um, and decisively, and getting local contacts, and it was really interesting. We were lucky. Well, one of the sources we have, um, Sarah Davis. Sarah Davis, yes. <coughs> Excuse me. A local uh, woman from Plattsburgh went to Plattsburgh High School is the head of the legal legal rights system mm-hmm. in, in Minneapolis, who's right there um, at ground zero. Mm-hmm. Um, we're directly involved with this. Robin Caudell reached out to her a few times and did some really good interviews. We had a really good local angle um, to this story, that national story. Yes, um, and my biggest takeaway from that personally was the fact that she talked about how from here in Plattsburgh, you know, um, you might think, oh, well, you know, um, Minneapolis police problems, George Floyd, you know, okay, the one situation in Minneapolis was the George Floyd situation, that's taken care of now, everything's good. And she was like, no, you know, the, the issue of policing in Minneapolis is not done today by a long shot. And mm-hmm. she said, you know, it's that um, there's still, locally, people still understand that this is just one part of a a bigger problem. So I thought that was an important as in news a lot, it can feel like a very open and shut thing sometimes that, oh, something's done. Okay, that area is not important anymore. But it's like, no, people still live there and people... <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, while the trial was going on, we had the Dante Wright uh, case yes. happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. It's just that, you know, hopefully, um, well, and then the day after the um, verdict, the um, Justice Department announced that they're going to um, I think investigate was the term, um, but they're going to look into the Minneapolis um, Police Department and see yes. what's up. So, yeah, well, yeah you know, um, keep on paying attention to what's going on over there. Yeah, um, it's, it's very interesting for sure. 
and then more locally, um, as we were talking about the what was in the news this week, um, COVID um, restrictions continue to shift. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I, I don't think we can use the word like um, add or decrease, but they shift. And um, we get a couple more hours at the restaurants and bars. Um, nursing homes are opening up a little bit more. Um, I think, you know, certainly the food-related ones, what's interesting. Yeah, the bar curfew is now midnight, mm -hmm. which bar owners are very pleased with. Um, uh, they said when it went from 10 to 11, they saw a big jump, and they <laughs> expect to get an even bigger jump now because at 11 o'clock, they're, they're asking a lot of people to go home. Yeah. Well, especially now, too, with the warmer weather yes. and <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, it's just, I don't know, it just invigorates people sometimes. So I think that'll be huge for them as well. And what I would add to that was the fact that one of the things that honestly affected me the most when COVID first broke out is that I had a schedule, still would like to, but... Um, a schedule of going and doing most of my grocery shopping after work, like on weekdays, go to Walmart because it was open 24 hours. or 7. Yep. And it was quiet, you know, and um, as Joey could tell you, you know, when you get out of work, you don't just go home and throw yourself in bed. It's that you got some energy. Wind down. Yeah. Yes. And so I Although go, I did that last night. It was crazy. Yeah. I, was so, <laughs> some I was so tired. It was unbelievable. Got home, took a shower, went some to bed. Nights it was crazy. Some like that. But other nights, again, I liked it. It was quieter, more or less crowded. But then when COVID came, obviously that changed. They weren't 24-7 anymore. My point being, people have schedules where they like to go to certain places at certain times. And for some people, that's a nice night out at the restaurant or the bar. And so people, when yeah. they take that away, you know, people are eager for that. Well, so. I think the bars won't truly be happy until the 2 a.m. closing time mm -hmm. comes back. But what did Bill Parcells once say? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> Who's Bill Parcells? Nothing good happens in a bar oh, yes. after midnight. Well, that's true. That, that's true. No, nothing. Nothing. You, you never hear about a good story, really, too no. too often after that. After that point, he's a, a famous football coach. <laughs> Speaking of football, hey. are you guys ready? Yeah. Are you ready for some gridiron yes. action? Hard wait, hitting. Wait, wait. Yeah. One thing before I'm football. Can we mention lacrosse real quick? I was going to do football, then lacrosse. Okay. Okay. Because I want to talk, we yes. were talking about lacrosse last night. Yes. But football, Champlain Valley, Valley Athletic Conference, two-week season for boys football up here in the North Country in Section 7. You get a two-week fiesta. It starts, well, you're, when you're listening to this, it will be starting today. Um, it starts on Friday, four games right off the bat. We got a Sable Valley. We got a Sable Valley hosting uh, Augensburg Free Academy. We got Saranac Ooh. Lake going to Tupper Lake, reigniting that old rivalry. Ooh. We got Saranac going to Ticonderoga, wow. and then we have oh, this is a good one: Beekman Town hosting uh, Class D runner-up Mariah um, at seven thirty on Friday. Nice too that. Uh, for me, from a sports writer standpoint, I will actually be covering the Osable Augensburg game. Um, that's at 6. That is incredible. I don't have to, like, scramble to write my story afterward. I'll be back at a reasonable time. Oh, that's going to be amazing. But super excited for football to get underway. And due to some COVID complications, the final game, which was actually supposed to be held on Saturday this week, has been pushed back to Monday. But we will have the good old rivalry of Peru against Plattsburgh High at Beekman Town because that's what we do in two-week COVID seasons. Um, we, we, play at, we play at neutral sites because some fields just aren't quite ready to be played on right now. But mm -hmm. Peru and Beekman Town. And then we will have a second week. Um, highlights of the second week 
on Friday, April 30th. Mariah against Ticonderoga, Ooh. obviously a big rivalry. We got Beekman Town and Saranac Lake, which will be interesting. That's the other Friday matchup next week. And then to wrap up this little season, we will have Plattsburgh against Saranac on Saturday, May 1st, and Osable Valley um, against Peru. So I think I think that that right there, what I listed, is the football season. Um, but any, it's going to be really fun. Are there any games played on natural grass? Um, good question. Yes, one. Can you can you take a guess? Saranac? No, <laughs> no. Linney Field. Oh, Mariah. I was going to say Ty Mariah. They, yeah, they would have to play. Oh my. Yeah. So so that so that'll be fun. Um, looking for looking forward. Now Mariah and Beekmantown normally would not play, right? Um, what do you, what do you mean? Oh, in a regular in a regular season, yeah, they would. Yeah, they, they would. would. Yeah, they would. Yeah, the, the classifications have no. The classifications okay. have nothing to do with it. All the CVAC teams play each other. Right. Um, but nice. The thing that's unique is Saranac Lake really wanted to start up the rivalry with Tupper Lake again. Yes. So that created an imbalance in the schedule. So very nice of OFA to actually travel all the way down to Osable to, to, to fill Augsburg? to fill that void. Um, but that's why they're doing that. Um. I actually want this is totally just my thought. There's no facts to this or anything. I'll be very interested to see if Tupper Lake actually makes it back into Section 7 at some point for football. Uh, they've been there before. Because they have been in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just in general. Um, Do you know what the Tupper Lake uh, nickname is? You might. I the don't, I don't Tupper anymore. Lake begins with an L. Lions. No. <laughs> the, the Lumberjacks. Lumberjacks. Yes. Um, it's one of my favorite nicknames. I think it, I think it's a very I think it's a very good one. That my one of my my favorite one is actually the Potsdam Sandstoners. Sandstoners. That is yes. hila- that is hilarious because Tupper like chops down. Yes. Because you can hear at Potsdam games sometimes people go let's go Stoners, <laughs> and I just think that's very funny. Um, but yeah, so looking forward to that football uh, little season. I think it'll be. Fun fun um man we haven't you haven't witnessed a friday night football night no. in a long time and last football game i covered was actually at the carrier dome so it might be a little hey, bit of a might be a little yeah, bit of a downgrade right. to go to a sable but no offense to a sable but you know i mean what can we expect i don't think a sable is going to have the budget that the carrier dome in and syracuse does what are the uh, covid guidelines so two spectators per athlete um they decided to do that rather than the 200 because you could have Jimmy from Osable, who wants to go watch his old high school team but doesn't actually have any affiliation with any of the players, and then all of a sudden there's the 200 cap, and then Timmy's mom shows up and says, oh, you can't, you can't come. There's already 200 people okay. there. So that's why they went with the two-spectator limit to make sure the families and people directly involved with the team can go. Um, because especially with football having not been here in a year and a half basically now, I, I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to watch. Right, um, a lot right. of people would want to go. But the nice thing is there will be streams of all the games, to my understanding, which is also good. And we'll also, you know, for the press, we will have, you know, tweets, updates, different things, video, and obviously you can read our coverage the next day, actually the day of, actually, because we'll be posting stuff that night as well. And stay tuned for a nice little football preview that I'll have. Um, not the typical football tab that we do in the past, but, you know, it, it'll be nice. It'll, people will enjoy it. It covers all the teams and covers what the season will be all about. So that is super exciting. Um, and then, like Ben mentioned, yesterday, Wednesday, 
For, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Will it be concession stand? I don't know about that. I'm not sure. You're always big on the concession <laughs> stand. We're a hot dog. Yeah, you're the hot dog. I can't wait until we have the uh, Press Republican summer barbecue and you just feast on hot dogs. Yes. So we'll have to bring that back this year. Um, but yeah, like Ben mentioned, big moment for the Plattsburgh State women's lacrosse team uh, on Wednesday. Yes. Um, their first win in SUNYAC program history. It's That alone is amazing. But for people who don't know what this team has been through this year, uh-huh. it's remarkable. They were supposed to start their season way before it actually did. But unfortunately for, for this team, and it's part of what we're going through right now, they had a bunch of positive COVID cases, which forced the team to go into quarantine for an extended period of time. And by extended period of time, I mean extended period of time. Um, they did not have any type of preseason, and they kind of got thrown into the fire. Um they started their season two weeks ago now. Um, they came off of a team quarantine on a Friday and went and played nationally ranked Cortland on a Saturday. Um, didn't obviously go well, and they've kind of been getting their sea legs in the past couple of weeks. Um, but for them to pull off their first one of the year, first SUNYAC win in program history, um, you got to tip your cap to uh, Julie Decker, the head coach of the women's lacrosse team, and um, all the players for just fighting through a lot of adversity that – is no fault of their own. It just is what it is sometimes, especially during this COVID era. And um, Julie is the right person for that team. She is an amazing coach. She is somebody who is going to keep those players right. Um, And she's also kind of becoming a figurehead for, you know, girls and and women's lacrosse in this area too. And a lot of people, she's gaining a lot of respect from people around here. Yes. I was going to say, I've I've never met her, but from what I read and from what I heard, it sounds like she's, she's got her act together. Yeah. Um, does a good job. And I loved her tweet. Yes. About, um, one of the older male officials. Yes. Uh, reprimanded the ladies for foul language on the field, even though it wasn't directed at somebody. Yeah. Um, she's right. She was right about that. Um, referees never would would have done that in a, in a men's game. No. And they um, shouldn't do it in a women's I game. I can actually read the tweet for you because yes. I, I saw I that yesterday. So first of all, happy moment. She, she uh, Julie tweeted in all caps, we got our first ever conference win today. Bunch of exclamation parts, points, bunch of emojis, and then whoop whoop with a hands emoji. So that was nice. But yeah, and I... I, I didn't hear this because I was kind of more on the opposite end of the field. But, I mean, I've heard it in past games. I mean, especially in, in men's games and, and, and women's games as well. Um, there's some chippiness. You know, there's exchanges of different things being said, mm-hmm. sometimes not too friendly. It's competition. But it is what it is. Um, but, yeah, Julie tweeted out. She, she said, uh, had a had an uh, parentheses, older male, uh, end of parentheses, official warn both teams about the use of profanity, even though, quote, it wasn't directed at anyone, end quote. I guess I missed that section in the NCAA Women's Lax Rule Book. Keep your personal viewpoints out of lacrosse, sexism at its finest, with a clown emoji. Um, Bam. It's, point. it's very true. Yes. It's very true because I can definitely say I have been at a lot of different sporting events for a lot of different things, and I have never heard an official have to... If you're an official, just that has... It, Whatever you know, sticks and stones may break your bones, that type of thing. But words will never hurt you. I mean, it's college. You know, it it's is not what it is. Sports. Like it, some exactly. Ten-year-olds. As long as they're not saying it to the ref, 
Yes. Who cares? That's right. Let them go at it. It's better than them physically getting into it. Yeah. Um, especially no, with I lacrosse sticks. By the way, even in, even in men's lacrosse is just a whole ballgame. But women's lacrosse, don't count women's lacrosse out, I'll tell you. I saw that tweet from her. I thought, wow, good for her. Yeah. No, and I, I think it's good to speak up about that. And, yeah, it's just because, quite honestly, just in general, not a lot of people um, – would have the guts to to say that, but props mm-hmm. to her for for saying that. Is, I think that's is, great. Is this her first year? No, this is actually she has been with the program since it started in in two thousand eighteen oh, okay. or nineteen, depending yeah. on. So this is actually their th- only their third year in program history. Last year they only had like four games. Actually, yeah, won all four it's, games last it's, year. It's, it's hard to um, keep track with COVID. Yeah, yeah. so it, mm-hmm. she's actually a Brockport alum. Um, Brockport has a very good women's lacrosse program. So nice to see. A former player in the Suniac now trying to lead the way for a, a startup program. So really nice to see that, and really nice to be in the snow. Yes, um, also, yeah, that's cool. Also yes. a second opponent on the field. By yes, nature. Yes, it was it was very funny, and it was great taking photos of that. That was a whole wild ball game that I was looking forward to. I saw that it was supposed to snow the day of their game, and I was like, oh god, I hope it's still like actually snowing when they were playing because it would make for some really cool photos, mm-hmm. and it did. Um, so that was really awesome. So, uh, I had a, I had a really good time, uh, yesterday shooting that. Um, and I'm super happy well, for lacrosse ball is white. No, it's uh, for women's lacrosse. It's actually yellow. It's, oh, it's, it's like a go. neon, it's a, ne- it's a neon yellow. Good. It was funny at one point. <laughs> I was going to say with the white uniforms, the white snow, yeah. the white ball, that'd be tough. It was funny at one point because the ball was like just in a pile of snow and the two players were kind of just going out with their lacrosse sticks and one picked it up. And actually in one of my photos that will actually be in one of the bonus photos this week, um, they <laughs> sure her stick. In the in the netting, it was all just snow, and then like then a small ball was just yeah. like at the bottom of it because she just picked up a bunch of snow with the ball. But it's like a snow. It was, it was pretty funny because I <laughs> at one point I also saw one player. She didn't mean to do it or anything. She like went to pick up the ball. She had a bunch of snow in her in her stick. Snow. And she like yeah she went to pass it, <laughs> and the ball went to her teammate, and the snow hit the other player right in the face. <laughs> I'm sure. So that was so that was pretty funny. Um, but that yeah, would be a game that those. Yes. players will remember. Oh, for so and for so, for so many night, reasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah for so. for so many reasons, and I That's think a that great was, first win. Yeah, yeah I think that was really awesome. cool. I, it it's funny, you know. We don't, you know, for for, for myself, we don't root when we go to games. Mm-hmm. You have to mm-hmm. you have to remain neutral. But a part of me yesterday, I was rooting for the story. Mm-hmm. The story was Plattsburgh win in the snow, get your first Suniac win, big time win in this weird season that you've had. I was rooting for that. So I was very yeah. happy to see yeah. that. And, you know, that's the team we cover. It, it's our local team. It's our local college. Mm-hmm. And it's good. It's it's better when they're having success. It's not yes. good when the programs are losing. And we don't enjoy covering losses. You know, mm-hmm. we want to see wins. That's, that's, that's where, that's where, you know, sometimes losses can lead to some interesting stories, but it's much better when teams win. So good to, good to see that. And, um, yeah, just, just once again, congratulations to the whole uh, Plattsburgh State women's lacrosse team. Now they're playing Heck again yeah. this weekend, right? Yes, their final game is actually against Cortland. Um, so they will get one more <laughs> shot at nationally ranked hey. Cortland. It will be at home, though. It is crazy, though. I mean, their season literally just in, in the matter of, what, two and a half weeks. Uh-huh. That was it. That was because they had so many postponements and so many cancellations. But, but at least they had a chance to play. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And then hopefully... You know the program will continue to grow, and and we'll kind of go from there. Also, while we're talking about Plattsburgh women's lacrosse, uh, Pl- I mean Plattsburgh State sports, Plattsburgh State softball is actually, un- you know, they not a lot was expected of them, 
Um, they're at five. Their their record is at five hundred right now, and they're right in the Suniac mix uh, for the playoffs. So, be interesting to keep an eye on them um, and, and see where things go from there. So, very interested to see that. And uh, Plattsburgh State baseball is still in the mix too. They've got a little. They got their work cut out for them, but they're still in the mix, and as well as the men's lacrosse. So, Plattsburgh State sports, believe it or not, for the spring are actually winding down. And but the track team has been competing as well, right? Yes, the track team. And a lot of local kids on the, yes. the track team, yes. which is nice to see. Um, and I, I think that's really cool. And, and, and the tennis, tennis team and the tennis yes. team as well. Um, it was funny because I took a couple photos at Plaster State of one of their matches. And their their coach is actually the former Beekman Town tennis coach, uh, mm-hmm. Chuck Coe. And um, I thought that was very cool as well. But um, it was funny when I was taking photos of the tennis um, tennis match. I, I sent their photos. To, I sent the photos to um, the sports information director at Plattsburgh State, Brian Savara. I said, "Who is this?" Because they don't wear numbers. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he said, "One is Haley Hurwitz." And I said, "Oh, that's a Beekman Town guy." Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And Sydney Bond is also a Peru grad. She's on the team, and both of them actually proved very pivotal. They both won their matches in one of their recent. One of, they both won their matches in one of Plattsburgh State's recent matches to um, actually win. Um, hey. So nice for them. But yeah. Lots of, lots of good stuff going on at Plattsburgh State. Oh, that's good. But otherwise, I think we covered everything pretty quickly today. I think so. Um, let's hope for a warmer weather next week. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday's supposed to be nice, so yes. that so that'll be nice at least. And then we'll go and then we'll go from there. Uh, yep, yeah, let's hope so. Um, I think the farmers market opens May eighth. Very good. Um, let's hope it doesn't open under snow. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, yesterday Mackenzie went to take a picture of their new digs, and Uh-oh. it was snow. <laughs> Probably looked a little bare. <laughs> so, yes, if you, if you see that in the paper, no, we did not use a file photo from back in the winter. Yeah, that's that what, was that's taken what, yesterday. That's the, that's the way it goes. But anyways, well, you can listen to this podcast on PressRepublican.com, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. You can find it on our Twitter, our Instagram, and our Facebook page. Joe, sign us off. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and thanks for your support. We appreciate it, and we wish everybody a little weak side help.